self-prescribed with the realest, where we say the things your friends won't say and your man won't lie about. It's your boy, Dewey Rice. We back after a long, long, long time, y'all, but we here for a Mother's Day edition episode, so let's get all the way into it. Um, I want to introduce my guest. Let's introduce my guest. Who do I have right here? Ma Shuri. And? Autumn. Two beautiful women, two beautiful mothers. Thank y'all again for coming on. Um, but to start, let's just get into a, the pandemic. So as people can see, if you're watching this on camera, you see I have a do-rag on because I have not had a haircut since March. I don't even know when the, I don't even know when it came, when it happened. Like when did the pandemic, like when it took off, it was actually crazy because when it took off, we seen it on Twitter. I don't, you know, you be on Twitter. So like, uh, it was funny. Like at first it wasn't a joke, but like we took it, it was very like the Corona, we was calling it Miss Rona and everything like that. But then it hit Ohio and we started to get, we started to tighten up a little bit, got Absolutely. scared, right. And we was like, okay, it's happening to us. Um, but I just want to speak on that a little bit because it's definitely something serious. It's definitely something that has changed um, my life. And I know it's probably changed you all's life as Absolutely. being mothers. Um, so let me just ask that. How has it been parenting in the quarantine? Like the quarantine has been a lot for me mentally, right? But for you guys, like, you are parents. Like, you're a mother of a, what, six-month-old? Mm -hmm. Ace, little, little ace. <laughs> and then my mom has four, including me. You know what I'm saying? The best child on earth. You feel me? Better give me my love. But, you know, just being a parent, like, how's that been for y'all? It has not been easy. I'm a mother of four, as he stated, 26, 21, 18, and 14. Right. I have an 18-year-old senior who should or is class of 2020. Mm. Um, he has missed out on senior tag, senior cut day, mm -hmm. prom, and now possibly graduation. Right. He is a go-getter, can't sit still. Um, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Let's not. Everywhere, like, all the time. Everywhere. Right, 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 <laughs> Let's right, Let's just right. keep it all the way real. Yeah. He is. <laughs> He's a lot. <laughs> He's a lot. <laughs> He's a lot to keep up with. Right. Um, so just getting him to understand that this is serious and mm -hmm. social distancing is important and you can't go over your bestie's house and you can't go over your brother's, my other bonus children's house. Yeah. Has been a lot. No, it's for stressful. Sure. And I'm, I'm sure, sure it's wearing on him mentally because he is a social literal butterfly. butterfly. Right. And he loves to socialize. Yeah. My 14 year old is a little bit different. All he does is play games. All but. he does is play games. So as long as his internet is good, yeah. I've increased the speed of the internet twice <laughs> since uh, Corona came to Columbus. Mm -hmm. And online learning is no joke. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I, I heard. Like a lot of mothers like are talking about how they are basically teachers now. I am a teacher. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, a teacher and wild. also a professional. And it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Autumn, how's it been for you? It's a lot. It's a lot. So, um, I'm an essential worker. Yes. So, originally, they were not allowing us to work from home. Right. So, it's like, who's going to watch him? Yeah. But then, mm -hmm. they finally let us work from home. But then, it's like, it's not like you can like, go to your room. Right, right, right. So, you, yeah, exactly. you have to operate around his schedule. Yeah. And I have to talk on the phone a lot. And then, they'll start whining. I talk to my boss a lot. She's like, hey, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, shout out to the baby too. Like, even though I'm talking to but you. I just feel more exhausted. Usually mm -hmm. when I come home from work, I'm tired. But it's like, I haven't left. Yeah. And I'm I'm drained. Right. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. And I think for me personally, just mentally, the, so because of the corona, they changed the way that we work. So I work mm -hmm. in a school. So they shut down our department. And now I'm at residential. So my... You know, my schedule has changed and everything of that nature. And just mentally for me, 
uh, I can just speak for the fact that I've been able to not find myself, but like really focus on the things that really matter. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was it was an opportunity for us to come closer as family because we actually had to be around our family. Like, yes. you had to you had to sit at home with the boys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Boys so, and husband, don't. Oh my, oh, my bad, sis. You feel <laughs> oh. me? You married to me. Right. Okay, my bad. Look. So you had to you had to be around all of it. You didn't get oh. really. There's really no breaks now. There like is no break. you know, we don't think about it, but school is a break for kids and parents. And Absolutely. now that you have to be up under them is very different. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Anybody? Anything else you've discovered about yourself mentally? Like anything that anything that you've discovered that you need to work on? Anything that you're like you're focused on and you're doing? How has that been? Y'all either one of you can answer. It doesn't matter. Um. I feel like I just need to like manage my time better, but mm -hmm. it's just so hard with a baby, right? Because it's like you really have to adapt your schedule to theirs, mm -hmm. and they don't really have one. They, they do what, <laughs> they, they, do they, what want. they do. They do what they want. So, but I feel like it's giving me time to focus on other things, but Absolutely. it's still it's still a challenge. Okay. So yeah. I'm just learning how to balance. How to it. balance it all? Mm -hmm. Nah, for sure. Quarantine has definitely been real. Um, I'm always been kind of the loner mm -hmm. when I say that I love me right? and I love spending time with me. Mm -hmm. And now I've had to kind of allow myself to spend time with others. Right. Although you live in a house with people and you have family, you have children, you still realize that you have a lot of me time or mm -hmm. you should have a lot of me time. My right. kids are all self-sufficient. So it's like. One's doing this, one's doing that, one's doing this. But I have a husband whose love language is a lot different than mine. <laughs> so he's very much, um, hey, come sit here. Let's watch a movie where I'm very much like, no, I want to go in my room and close the door and just be by and myself. And leave me alone. And leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> for sure. And I'm not mad at anybody. Right. I just need that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, so for sure. it's definitely been a balancing act. Mm -hmm. Um it's definitely been a balancing act. Nah, I can only imagine. And for everybody out there that's dealing with corona or have dealt with it in your family, like, you know what I'm saying? My prayers go out to y'all. This is Absolutely. very serious. Um, just to continue to social distance. Continue to do the things we're supposed to do. And we'll get through it. Because it's starting to lift up. You know what I'm saying? Haircut appointment on the 15th. Period. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? The wine open on the 15th. I'm in the shop on the 15th at 10 a.m. Shout out to Milk. I'm there. All right, but we're going to get into the waiting room. So the waiting room is where we play a little game, get y'all used to what's going on, get y'all a little warmed up. So the game is called, What Type of Mother Are You? So I'm going to read it all. <laughs> I'm going to say, hmm. I don't know if it's a good thing, bad thing. I don't know what it is. But what type of mother are you? So my first question is, are you the mom who pulls down on the teacher or are you gonna pull? Are you the mom that pulls out on your kid after a bad report? So, Autumn, think about where you're gonna be with Ace when he gets into school, and then Mom share how you are now. So, are you the type of mom that pulls down the teacher or pull down on your kid when you when you get a bad report? I pull down on both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I pull down on both. Yeah. The rule was in the house, especially when you were growing up, is yeah. if there wasn't a C in your name, don't bring a C home on a grade card. Okay. Um, that worked with the first two. And <laughs> 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 you kind of had to change some things. Right, even right, right. With the second. Yeah. Um, so I pull down on both. First, I'm asking my kid, what is the issue? Right, of course. Where do you need help at? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see you bring that book home, but yeah. based on this progress report, you should have been bringing that book and more books home. Yeah. Um, what's the issue? And then if they say, oh, well, the teacher, da, 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 then there's an email. Right. Then there's a conference. Then Period. there's a phone call. So I'm pulling down on both. Yeah. 
I start with my kid though. You start with the kid I'd first. I start with the kid first. Both. I start with the kid. Adi, what about you? I feel that I'm definitely starting with the kid. Okay. So what's this? <laughs> <laughs> so what's I like this? that. So what's this? Right, yeah, yeah. Then if I feel like okay, maybe you you're not exaggerating. Then we're going up to the school. Oh, then we're going to school? Together. <laughs> but Together. she said, what's this, though? What's this? All right. Next one. Are you the mom that held the bottle? So are you the mom that holds the bottle? Or are you the mom that props the bottle up because you got other things to do? Mm, I definitely used to prop that bottle up. Now, <laughs> he holds his bottle now, which is great. Yeah. He can't hold it while he's sitting up. So right. he has to lay down. So yeah. I lay him down, give him his bottle. But I would definitely prop it up because it's like... I have things to do. <laughs> like, you already want to be next to me all the time. I can't. Right, so let's go ahead and prop this up. And I'm going to take care of my business. <laughs> I'm going to look at you, though. But, right, but I'm going to take care of mine. What about you, Mom? I was the hold the bottle the first kid. <laughs> Second, third, and fourth, prop that bottle up. <laughs> Where is your older sibling? Right. Angel, you want to hold the baby's no, bottle? No, I definitely I got remember stuff like, coming into the room. Like, I want D'Angelo. Give me D'Angelo. Like, there it is. There's nothing that was in my room. Like, yeah. give oh, me absolutely. the baby, bro. People yeah. come get him every morning when he got up, and he would prop him up on his bed, and he would watch <laughs> While him get I get dressed. dressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. All right, so next one. Are you the mom that prefers to give a child a whooping or an Girl, <laughs> are you the type to give your child a whooping or send him to timeout? We'll go autumn first. Are I believe gonna... in whooping. Okay, what is timeout? Okay, then they be playing with the wa- playing on the wall. Yeah. Like that is not beneficial. This little, yeah, this little whooping. Period. What about you? You already know. I gave a whooping. I, I don't have time for timeout. Yeah, Mm-mm. I was about you to say y'all. From this. I was like, don't do not go here and stunt. We did not know what a timeout was. No. Actually. I didn't know what a timeout was until I went to like a friend's house and they're like, like TJ, his mom used to be like, go to timeout. I'm like, what's a timeout? Like, I got a whooping, bro. You remember what? your last whooping? Oh, my last I one. I was in seventh grade. Oh, <laughs> my God, Adam. I think my last one was, I decided to, I thought I was grown as a kid, right? Uh-huh. I decided, I got in an argument with my stepdad and I decided to hop out the truck. He was trying to take me to school. Uh, I decided to hop out the truck. Oh, so, so you then thought look, you was gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. So then, you know, you can't, kids don't stop there. So I'm like, you know what? I, yeah, I'm going to get out the car. I'm going to walk to school. So I'm going to walk to the counselor's office. And I don't know what I told the counselor, but all I know is that she called her. <laughs> Bro, when I got home, I still have a cut on my leg for like running under because I we had a bunk bed. Mm. I was running away from her. Like she's nothing to play with, bro. Like nah, whoopings are not it. And I ran under that that bunk bed, bro. Oh my god, she tore me up. So that was my last whooping when she really went in on me. So yeah, that's bro. That was the last one. <laughs> you learned. I never went back. You know what I'm saying? Never talked to another counselor again. So it worked. It worked. <laughs> All right. So then the next one. Um, let's see. Are you the type of mom that's going to talk to your kid about sex or the mom that's going to wait for your kid to come to you about sex? I feel like I want, I want, I would prefer my kid to come to me. Right. But I want to create that space to where you know that you can. Okay. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable because my mom never talked to me about sex. So she never talked to me about boys, really. So it was just, <laughs> I felt like talking to a yeah. boy was like bad. Right. Because you was like, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. yeah. It was foreign for sure. What's up, girl? Well. What's up? Funny story. Okay. <laughs> I learned about my son's first sexual experience <laughs> um, from his little brother. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, y'all. Yes. And it was, we were cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Everybody was doing their chores. Mm-hmm. I'm downstairs cleaning up, and I just hear him going back and forth. And I'm Ooh. sure you met my son, Jalen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are y'all arguing about? Ooh. 
And Dewey was like, you better not. Like, you say something else and I'm telling. And I'm like, telling what? I was like, don't make me come up these steps. What is going on? And he said, Dewey had sex. And I was like, excuse me? She did not me? believe it at all. I was like, no, he didn't. He was like, yes, he did. And he does it a lot. <laughs> and he does it a lot. And I said, oh. And I remember him saying, and he just did it last Wednesday. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I remember making a comment. So while I'm gone, you yeah. ain't here getting your swirl on. Yeah, she was so bad. She like so while we were at Bible study, well, Steady, you, you thought it was here. a good time You're to screw. Like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I, was like, I said that's what we're doing. Ooh, Adam, I hated him for so long. Like, I don't dude, think I talked to him for like he did months. not. It was like, don't talk to me. I, like I was. I done. don't want to talk to you. I'm like, how did he know? Days later. How you know? You gonna tell her? You want me to tell it? So, Jalen was always our nosy, like yes. he's our curious George. Yes, and I, he said he found out mm-hmm. one because he went through Dewey's car mm-hmm. in the trunk. Because I kept a what? And I he, kept a what on he me. Kept magnums. Okay, in his trunk. I kept a, I kept a condom on me every time. He kept magnums in time. his trunk, yeah. and Jalen found the box. And then he went through his text messages. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> not that he had your phone. Right. <laughs> he was not yeah, playing. Yeah, so actually it was funny because that day, like, we were, um, actually it was the day after, and me and her were just discussing it. Like, you know, as kids, you just want to talk about it and know how it was and stuff. And I had run, I had ran in a giant eagle, bro, and he went through my phone, and I was just like, wow. So, and, and, and it's so crazy because he knew, and I talked to him in the car, like, so you know, like, after this, you're not going to say nothing, right? He's like, No. We got into it at the house, and he definitely said something, and I, I actually was so hurt, bro, because my mom, I was innocent. I was I've always oh, been innocent, so oh, that absolutely. was not, and then it was crazy, because the day that my mom found out, her mom found out, because absolutely. we didn't go to the movies, and I was like, well, I can't go to the movies, now. I'm in trouble, so then my mom talked to her mom. It was too much. Like, how do oh, I- Oh, you weren't playing. How, no, bro, how do we lose our virginity oh, on the same day, and our parents find out the next, like, next week that we lost our virginity together? It was, it was disgusting, but yeah, so- Two more. Are you the mom that is? Are you the yes mom? Or are you the no mom? So do you feel like you're gonna be like, uh, yeah, go ahead and do what you do. I'm, or are you gonna be like, nah, what's up? Like, are you the yes mom or no mom? I was. It depends, mom. Yeah. I was a yes and no mom. Okay. I was very still am very protective <laughs> of all my kids, even at yeah. 26. Right. Um, but I was the yes and no mom. I didn't let them go a lot of places and spend a night over people's house because. I couldn't go nowhere and spend a night over nobody's house. Mary was not allowing it. (laughs) Mary Wingfield didn't let it go down. (laughs) I think the first time I had a sleepover, I might have been 20 in my own place. (laughs) (laughs) Trust no one. She was like, trust no one. Period. So I didn't let my kids go over and spend a night over a lot of people's house. It's funny because my first two kids did not. But these last two, it's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm raising kids from 75 to 2020. They're yeah, like yeah. a part of a whole new generation. They're a whole new generation. These Literally. millennials ain't no joke. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the milk. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's similar like that y'all but gave this, us. This like... is a whole different breed. Yeah. This no, for sure. Isomil and Similac is two different things. Um, one is soy and one is I don't know what. Yeah. But it's completely different. So parenting, woo Jesus. Let's just woo. It's Whoa. work. It's work it's for work. sure. It is no it's not for punks. What you think, Autumn? You gonna be the yes mom or no mom? I think it'll be in the middle. Like okay. anytime I spent the night over someone's house, my mom had to go outside to the car and talk <laughs> Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. 
and she would talk forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, oh my god, come on. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to but leave. But just looking back, I'm glad that she was like that. Yeah, she made sure, sure that I was always safe. Yeah, you got to, you got to. She made sure that she felt comfortable allowing sure. me to do things. And that's the thing, like a parent feeling comfortable, or y'all having that discernment to know, like, if your kid is in good hands or in bad hands. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really dope. All right, last one. Let's go. <laughs> Are you the mom that's gonna rock your baby to sleep? Or the mom that's gonna give him a binky and put him in a swing. Which one? I've I've been both. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't felt that. She said, "Woo!" You said you've been both. Yeah. So I used to rock him to sleep. Yes. But I felt like I wasn't getting any rest. Yes. Because I also breastfeed, mm-hmm. so then I have to pump like every three to four hours. Right. It it's literally like on the clock to where I was so exhausted. Yeah. And I don't think I've experienced postpartum depression, thank God. But mm. I felt like I was getting to that point. Yeah. So I'm just, you, you gotta, you're you gotta fine. Go. You can. I will sit right next to you, <laughs> but you gotta go to sleep on your own. But sure. now, so I started like incorporating like a schedule. Mm-hmm. So he goes after he takes his bath and he eats. Mm-hmm. I'll put him in his crib with his binky, and he'll just go to sleep. He doesn't even cry anymore. Oh, he'll just go to sleep on his own. Awesome. Binky and Rock. <laughs> I think, honestly, for me, mm-hmm. being a first-time mom, right? I was 18, so I wanted to do it all. That was different. I'll rock you to sleep. <laughs> Not at this point. Like, at this point, yeah. you, you got the special right. treatment. Right. Yeah, right. You <laughs> he did. He did. He did. He yeah. did. And Jalen, my second one did, too. And then mm-hmm. the last one, it was a little different. I was off for 12 weeks when I had him, so it was like, okay. I'm going to be PTA mom and I'm just going to do it all. <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, okay, yeah. You getting a binky too. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. You getting a binky too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the joy of that is the first and the last. The last because the first three want to baby the last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it helps. Right, right, right. The first, you want to do it all. Right, right, right. Like you said, it's you want to child. do it all. It's your first child. I don't, I don't need no help, mm-hmm. but you do. Yeah. And that's hard to learn sometimes. Nah, I, I'm glad that's you dropped that. something I've definitely pen. been learning. Yeah. I'm but glad I greatly you appreciate pen. and admire you can realize that at six months. Yeah. Sometimes it takes forever. Mm-hmm. It took me forever. That's good, bro. It took me forever. For sure. So I definitely commend you for your baby being six months and you realizing I cannot do this all. I can't. I can't. Right. But that don't make me a bad mom. Like, I'm still a great mom. I'm the bomb. But I need some help. We need to incorporate some things. <laughs> we got to make this like, happen. We got to yeah. make this happen. For you sure. need to work with me, Ace. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> no, for sure. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So thank y'all for playing the game in the waiting room. We now about to move to the office. And you actually dropped a pin. You actually trans- transitioned us into the to the topic. So we're talking about mothers. It's Mother's Day today. My episode is dropping on Mother's Day. And I kind of just want to empower moms. Because without y'all, there would be no us. Like... Y'all carried us, you feel me, for nine months. Really, they say 10. And without y'all, there would be no us. So, like, I just want all the moms out there to know, like, shout out to y'all. Regardless of your circumstances or your situation, like, without y'all, there would be no us. And that's just what it is. So, to start off, I kind of want y'all, you already gave me a background. Like, my mom says she has four kids. I don't have a six-month-old little boy. So, like, y'all kind of already gave me a background. But before moms, you were people. Right, you were women, so mm-hmm. I kind of want to try to give me some things about yourself that you were before you became a mom. Because 
I feel like a mother is only a title, right? Mm-hmm. It becomes a lifestyle for y'all, but it's only a title. And I, I think that a lot of like when, when you're when you first have your child, people forget that you were somebody before your kid, right? Mm-hmm. And you might get lost in being a mom just because of the society telling mm-hmm. you that's what you are. But you're really more than that. You feel me? Yeah. So tell me some things that you were before moms, or tell me some things that you're still working on. Like working on yourself, like what's some, what are some things that defines you before we just say what defines you as a mom? Sorry if I hit y'all hard, but you know, you, you never really think about that. You know what I'm saying? And me and you have had conversations about that because that's really important. So mm-hmm. like, tell me some things that, or give me some traits about yourself that like, what makes my Sheree, my Sheree, what makes Autumn, Autumn before being okay. mothers? Um, strong. Mm-hmm. Independent. Okay. Stubborn. <laughs> Throw that in there. <laughs> Determined. Okay. But I will honestly say that I did not really know who my Sheree was prior mm-hmm. to. Ha- I had a child young. Yeah. I had one when I was fresh out of high school. Right. I didn't even allow myself to realize who I was. Mm-hmm. I knew who people told me I was. Right. Um, and then I was thrown into motherhood and I knew what I didn't want to be. Right. So that ignited a fire an additional fire in me Mm -hmm. to work even harder to not be who i didn't want to be for sure so that's emotional episode all right okay go ahead um i would say that i'm definitely independent Mm -hmm. a good friend yes um definitely strong ambitious okay just everything that's in between all of those yeah and i feel like Becoming a mother really made me learn that instead of always being that strong friend that I actually need help. Right. And it was just a balance. Like when when I had Ace, it was a traumatic birth. Um, I had a C section, an emergency C section that I didn't like I didn't expect that to happen and then I didn't want anyone to come visit me in the hospital. Like all my friends kept reaching out to me. I didn't want them to come to my house. Mm-hmm. Cause I was still in pain right. mm-hmm. and two weeks later I found out I had an infection. So that was a whole different story. I had to go back to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Didn't want anyone to know. Right. And it's just like, then it got to the point that I need help. Mm-hmm. Right. And I felt like I was pushing everyone away. So it's just like, what, like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. But then you have those people that are already mothers mm-hmm. and they're like, no, I'm coming over. Right. 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 Cause they know, like, mm-hmm. they, they just know. Like, so then that kind of allowed me to like let my guard down a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's okay. You cannot do everything. I think that's really important. That's like, yeah. yeah. Letting your guard down for sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's go. Let's get into it, y'all. Woo! They just started <laughs> off early, y'all. So what does it mean being a mom? So y'all define who y'all were. Being a mom, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean? Like, why do we have a day for mothers? Like, what does it mean to be a mom? Like... I feel like it's easy to just get caught up in being a mom mm-hmm. and feeling like you're on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every mother deserves to know that she is appreciated. Ooh, okay. Because it's like you just get so caught up in going to work, coming mm-hmm. home, making dinner, putting your kids to sleep. Mm-hmm. Then you wake up and you do the same thing over and over and over again. And it's just like, you know, I would like some flowers. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right. Now that's, that's true, though. That's like, true. Dang. Being a protector. Okay. Um, for me, it was okay. 
God has a sense of humor above all else. <laughs> yes. Because never would I imagine being a mom of four. Mm-hmm. And people used to say, you do it with such ease. Like, you really have four kids? And I'm like, you don't understand. Stay. Right, 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 right. You don't understand. But I will say it's definitely been a learning experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of highs and lows. Right. A lot of I've made mistakes. Um, how you parent your first is not how you parent your last. You learn to tweak that was hard for me um, because I'm like, it worked for the first. So it definitely worked for all three, but realizing that in the process you're learning, you're growing, they're learning and they're growing and they are who they are. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to make them into who you want them to be, you mold yourself into who they are becoming. Right. So I would definitely say being a mother is about um, loving, protecting. Yeah but also allowing them to be them. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's also hard, just being a kid and being told that. Hard. Yeah, being told that this hard. is the path you're supposed to take. And like for me, I was always <clears throat> never trying to do anything wrong. So I was always trying to do everything right. And I think with that, some things that kind of affect me in my adulthood is that I have a hard time saying no to people. I was always a yes person because I never mm-hmm. wanted to make nobody mad. I never wanted yeah. to make my mom, grandma, dad. I wanted. To, I didn't want to let nobody down. So I was always a yes person, even if it was like if it stretched me too far. I was always a yes person because I didn't want to make them mad. But now seeing in my adulthood, some people don't, don't get a yes. They just mm-hmm. don't get a yes, and I have a hard time saying no because of the things of how I was raised. Because mm-hmm. I always felt like I had to do everything right, and being the oldest of four. Well, actually. Being the oldest of seven, four is you know only my saying? only got four. Right. I only got four. <laughs> well, my dad got three, so being the oldest, wow, being the oldest of six, I was counting wrong. But being the oldest of six, no, seven, seven. bro. Hold on, wait, I'm walking my, my math wrong. No, wait, it, hold it, wait. it's really seven. No, it's no, it's three and three. So being the oldest of, am I oldest of seven? Because yeah. you got to count yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, okay, no. Rossi, I'm going to push you down. All right, being the oldest of seven, bro, like, you know, you always want to just, you want to be that example. I was always taught to be the mm-hmm. example. So it's hard for me to to be open with my mistakes because I was mm-hmm. always trying to be the best I was supposed to be. So that was definitely, woo, that definitely hit me. And then what you said, Autumn, about the flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, my dean, his wife had had their daughter, she's so pretty, Olivia. And um, the first day I went over there to see her that she had just got out of the hospital, but I brought her flowers. And I remember my dean, I didn't think anything of it. I remember my dean texting me when I left, like, wow, you brought Ashley some flowers. Like, that's so dope. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody has really brought her anything because, you know, everybody think, bringing things for the baby, but we forget about the mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you forget that she she didn't want to have her, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when he said that, I was like, dang, I never thought about how we kind of, like, again, that title thing, we kind of, once you have a baby, you're a mom. And that's, mm-hmm. that's just that's what you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to do. But it's really more to mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So... We kind of briefly talked about it, but what are some um, what are some things you've overcame in motherhood? Like for you, you have kids like 27, 18, 21, you know what I'm saying, 14. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a six-month-old. What are some things that you guys have overcame already, for you already, and what are some things you've overcame during your journey of motherhood? Shame. Okay. Truth. Truth. Guilt. Okay. Um, shoulda, woulda, couldas. Yeah. Um... And beat myself up about what I didn't know. Right. And what I was too prideful to ask or listen to someone else's advice mm-hmm. on. Absolutely. 
and then seeing those in my kids yeah like it's okay that i didn't have all the answers right exactly but i see that now i didn't realize that then yes um so shame guilt disappointment yeah um anger yeah and I'm going to have you touch on this. So I'm going to let you think, right? You gave me shame, guilt. Give me an example of one of those things. I'm going to have Autumn go. But give, definitely think on an example. Because okay. I think I'm, I'm with you on that. Autumn, what are some things you've overcome already with Ace being six months? I would definitely say um, excuses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shame. Yeah. And then just a sense of not being, not knowing how to be intimate. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like he has made me so affectionate. Mm-hmm. And it's something Aww, that, like, i just never been good at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you feel like he's helping you, like, be more? Be more. Be more yeah, be mm-hmm. more intimate, be more affectionate, and, like, actually have to use those feelings. Because mm-hmm. with these niggas, you was like, you ain't giving it to him, <laughs> you feel me? But with your son, he's helping you. Like, he'll literally put his head on my chest and then just rub, rub my arm. It's like, who, oh, who taught you that? Right, right, right. No, <laughs> facts, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Being soft. Being soft, and okay. knowing it's okay to be soft, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, for me, it was soft as a weakness, right? So I raised my sons to be super hard, and I was hard on them mm-hmm. because I being felt a boy like mom. that's what I had to yeah. be. I was a boy mom at eighteen, and I looked at my son and said, "Oh my God, he's gonna be bigger than me." So I need <laughs> for him to know I'm not playing, right? right, right. <laughs> so I parented that way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I wasn't the soft mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely wasn't soft I by wasn't any means necessary. Mom. I didn't get that. I, I got the, the softness soft from my grandma. My mom was definitely the head knocker. And I was just like, all right, I know if I say something, so she's going to punch me in my chest. So let me just walk away from this situation. You feel me? She can hit on my brothers, but let me walk away from this situation. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. But when you said shame, what do you mean? Was it oh. shame of like having a child young? Was it shame it was. of walking across the stage? So you say you walked across the stage with me. And nobody really knew I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I was super skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the gown was so big and nobody yeah. knew I was pregnant. And for me, I had a a lot of the um, things that I put in my kids mm-hmm. is what was put in me unofficially. Right. So a little bit about me. I'm an only child. So I was my mom's Ooh, only yeah. and my dad's only. Mm-hmm. Ooh, when you were an only child <laughs> and I was... My grandmother and me shared the same birth month and four days apart. So I'm a cancer, ride or die, true to heart. Okay, water sign. Right. <laughs> Look, Autumn's yes, all in the zodiac yes. sign. She knows all about it. Um, and my grandmother, I went to visit my grandmother every summer. I was always getting a box. And I was her dainty little princess. Yeah. When you're an only child, it is a lot of time for people to focus <laughs> on you. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. It is hard sometimes. Yeah. So my shame was, um, I'm pregnant. Yeah. I'm graduating from high school pregnant. Right. That is not, that was not the look. That's, That's not, not what I was supposed <laughs> to be doing. I mean, I remember when my mom, when I finally told my mom I was pregnant, she literally looked through me for six months. Yeah. Literally. And that probably hurt. Oh, it. It hurt, and my dad cried. Yeah. So my grandmother was like, "You'll be fine." <laughs> she like, "Get it, girl. Sis. You're gonna be fine. It's gonna be all right. Yeah. You're gonna be fine." My grandmother had my dad when she was thirteen. So uh, back then, I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. So she was like, "You're gonna be fine." My dad was like, oh, "Okay." 
And grandma was and not cried. having it. My mom was not having it. <laughs> she literally looked through me for six months. That sucks. I never knew she looked through you. Looked through me yeah. for six months. Wow. Um, my son's father was still living his best life. Um, yeah. Getting ready to go away to school, go to college, do him. And it's like, okay. So for me, it was the shame of that. Mm-hmm. Because my life is changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got to figure this out. Right. Because I knew what I didn't want. Right. So it was like, I'm not going to allow that to compile the shame I'm already feeling, but Mm -hmm. I got to put on a good face and I got to make it look good. And you learn to just make it look good. And that's what I did. So you, like you said earlier, Autumn, you go on autopilot. Mm -hmm. I got to figure this out. Right. Suck it up. And get, get, get to it. Get to get. Yeah, for sure. What are we going to do? What am I doing? Oh, okay. Well, I already had a job. So it was like, okay. Well, I'm going to keep this job mm-hmm. and then I'll progress up and I'll just go to school and I'll figure this thing called life out mm-hmm. now. Um, so yeah, it was a shame of just, I'd already seen the disappointment and it's like, sometimes people don't have to tell you they're disappointed in you. The look on the face when you give the news is, is enough. Yeah. Um, and for my mommy and my mom were always super close. I was a daddy's girl and a mommy's girl. So mm-hmm. it was just like, my dad was we'll figure it out i mean it is what it is right and the caveat to all that was okay daddy the baby's gonna be born on your birthday <laughs> my bouncing baby boy couldn't come out on november 23rd he had to come out on november 19th november 19th in like, this thing period yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny because i didn't know when you uh wrote on uh what did you write on you wrote on something and you were like you your were book for your yeah graduation. for my so i had a my one of my friends put together a graduation book for me and um my mom like they wrote these letters for me and i actually cried bro Aww. like it was my mom my grandma um a couple of my friends I start reading those and I'm like, you know, you don't ever like, not that you don't feel appreciated, but it's different when you see it in writing and it's different when people say it. So when I was reading, I was like, oh my God, my mom said I was born four days early. I'm like, I'm doing the math. Like, wait a minute. How? Bro? I thought I was always supposed to be born on the no, 19th. No, yeah. he was supposed to be born on my dad's birthday. Yeah. And also he was like, this is a perfect situation, like, dad. perfect situation, <laughs> dad. He's coming out on your birthday. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have my baby on your birthday, yeah. daddy. And uh, but you came out November 19th and mm-hmm. I will honestly say being pregnant, finding out I was pregnant, going through nine months of pregnancy mm-hmm. and you're watching people around you and their life is going right. And you're in this room and you're trying to figure out that's supposed to be me. Right. So the shame of dealing with that, cause I was supposed to be away in school, not Taking care of a child. Taking care of a child. And I think we forget that too. Like Absolutely. we be forgetting how like young our parents were or the struggles that our parents went through. Like we forget yeah. of like because I have friends or like people that have children young and I'm like, I don't know how they do it, but I'm like, hold on. My mom did it. Like <laughs> look, it's me. Like this is how she did it. You you're feel a product. Me? Like, like I'm the product of what right. I'm talking about. Like Absolutely. Yeah. And then you're watching and it's not stopping. Yeah, it, like it don't people stop. people's life don't stop because mm-hmm. you and your situation. So right. it's just like Okay. And that's such a humbling experience. It's very humbling. It's very humbling because what you realize is who your real writers are mm-hmm. and who the fakers are. Right. And then you get, you. sometimes you're blessed that you have those people that are like still in your corner. Mm-hmm. Your number one, your A1s from day one. Right. Or you can grow hard, and I did, and somewhat bitter <clears throat> to the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You know, I'm not 
Checkmate. I'm not yeah. messing with you either. You're done. Yeah. Not for sure. And anybody else, you're done. I'm good. I got this. I'll right. figure it out. I don't need no help. I know. I, I'll figure this out. Because back then, it really there wasn't a lot of uh, uh, there wasn't a lot of like young moms because it was so proud upon, Mm-mm. right? Like it was, it was proud upon. upon. It was to be a I had some friends who had babies when we were like in eleventh grade. Yeah, and those were the ones we were like, ooh. <laughs> but then I end up being one. Yeah. No, and Getting exactly. Getting pregnant in the 12th grade. But that's one thing with like me and Autumn, our generation, I know so many people that had kids Absolutely. in high school. So and I never kids, thought you know. I would. Ha- and it's like, I consider myself to be young, but it's yeah. just like, this is the age that people start having mm-hmm. kids. Right, exactly. But it's like, my mom didn't have me until she was 34. And my okay. mom didn't have me until she was 28. 20, and I, 28. And yeah. I'm my mom's only child too. See. Only child mm-hmm. syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> so like, when I found out that I was pregnant and I knew like, that this is what I wanted to do, it was just like, am I becoming what I talk about? Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, a lot of my friends had kids um, when they, fresh out of high school, yeah. they were still living at home and, you know, they had that support. And then I'm just like, I'm actually on my own. I'm in another city. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not married. Like, what, what does this look like? What does this look like? Yeah. And I felt... I felt so shameful because I always told myself I'm not having any kids until I get married. And it's like, it was something that I stood like firm with. Yeah. So I don't even think that anyone was disappointed. I feel like I was disappointed Mm -hmm. in myself. Yeah, for sure. So like when I told my mom, my mom is just ecstatic. She can't wait to become a grandmother. She's already. (laughs) Look, she (laughs) can't wait to become a grandmother either, but I have time. Because it's like, you know. She just, she actually just turned 60 this year, okay. but okay. when Ace was born, Shout out to Janet. <laughs> <laughs> when Ace was born, she was 59. So she's like, you know, I'm ready. Right, no, she's, she's, definitely ready. she's been ready. Right. And like, she just does it. She's like, well, you graduated from college. Why, why are you not happy? Exactly. Like yeah. I'm ready. Not for sure. And my dad, like, I was so nervous to tell him cause he has, he has four, um, he actually has five biological children. Yeah. We all have different moms. So he preaches to us, you know, the importance of marriage. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So I was really nervous to tell him. Mm-hmm. But we sat down, we had dinner, and he he was like, oh, it's a boy? I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> right, right. You're like, huh? <laughs> I remember you telling me, mm-hmm. like, I'm about to tell my dad. I'm like, good I luck with I was so that. scared. Yeah. But, you know, he wasn't disappointed either. He's just like, just knowing you and, you know, the type of person that you are, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. It's like that whole, cause I was pregnant, pregnant over the whole summer, and yeah. I just sat there. <laughs> you couldn't kick it at all. <laughs> I remember you telling me you could not drink with us, bro. I was so mad. I like, know. Dang, like, you gotta, you gotta sit this one out, sis. You just gotta sit. Give this me one some out. water, right? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> with ice. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. But like you guys said, shame, and I think that that doobie, that is a big one. Like I remember, you know. I've told you, but like I've had like pregnancy scares and I'm just like thinking like there's no way I can tell my mom and my grandma that I'm about to have a kid. Like there's just no way. So we got to figure this out. <laughs> I'm going to get a test for you and you want to tell me you're not pregnant because I don't know. I don't know. Like I just cannot do it. So when y'all say that shameful piece, I think we forget that. Like just because y'all pregnant and y'all posting pictures with y'all's belly don't mean that y'all happy that this is going on. And that's mm-hmm. when they also talk about I really didn't know much about postpartum until I was talking to Stephanie and she was telling me like postpartum, it really happens postpartum and is it can real. mess you mm-hmm. up. And I was just like, when you talk about postpartum, what do you mean? She's like, you know, you look at this child and you're like, you just have these feelings. Like, why are you here? Or like, you don't want to deal with them. You don't want to touch them. And it's like, I never knew that y'all 
Like I never, we never see that side of mothers having to like figure out the struggle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even your kids who are with, that live with you, y'all kind of try to hide it in a Absolutely. way. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know all the things that happened when I was younger because mm-hmm. you just don't know. So that's one big thing I think we need to, everybody out here listening needs to pinpoint like, y'all deal with a lot. Y'all not yeah. just, right. You know, It's not just pretty and pink. It's not pink, blue. It's none, it's not none of that. It's. It, it's, it's real life. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that was really good. And so I'm going to ask y'all this. How do y'all manage being moms and then trying to be the people that y'all want to be, the women that you want to be? Um, like try to keep it moving and keep it going in the society with, society with societal norms and all these things. How do you balance the two? Like, mom, I know you had you got two degrees while having a baby. Like, sis got a bachelor's and a master's, you know what I'm saying? Put a pin in that. I don't got a bachelor's about to be having her master's, you feel me? So like, about to get in school and things like that. So, we have to praise these things. So what are some, like, how do y'all balance this? Like, and you have a business, you know what I'm saying? Mommy, you have a business as well. How do y'all balance this and be moms? Asking for help. Okay. Being willing to... Because you spoke about not knowing how to ask for help at one point in your life, right? Because I was very... I'm very prideful. Right. So I don't really want to ask you for help because you will not throw up in my face how you help me. I hate that. I mean, I'm not even a mom and I hate that. For me, that was Mm -hmm. allowing people to really help you and understanding that some people are just genuinely there to help you. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm there to help you. And it's okay for you to ask for help and it's okay for you to accept help. Um, For me, it was just realizing what I wanted in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had to figure out the greater purpose. Like, it's important to figure out the greater purpose. If you continue to move through life trying to do things for everyone else and make everybody else happy, at the end of the day, you got all these great accomplishments, but you're not happy inside and nobody can fix that for you but you. Nobody else can make you happy but Mm -hmm. you. For sure. Um, I think we still we still struggle with that just as individuals. Like, Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I had to struggle with that as a man. Yeah. Like, can't nobody do... And I think I do too much, you feel me, with the, like, <laughs> love. You feel me? The self-love is, is very elevated, but, you know, can't <laughs> go... <laughs> right, like, I tell anybody, and I've told my friends um, during this whole pandemic and this whole quarantine, yeah. for individuals that didn't practice self-care, mm-hmm. this is nothing for you. But I am one that practice self-care like i need to make sure i'm okay like my sheree needs to be okay and if that means my sheree goes and gets her hair done every week some people are like oh my god you get your hair done absolutely (laughs) i get my hair done and your hair is still done during this quarantine and i've been doing it myself so thank you very much because it's been a struggle but self-care is important Mm -hmm. and taking time for you and whatever Mm. you like yeah that's not i'm not saying go out and break the bank or you know do anything crazy but self-care is important and i've really said during this whole quarantine learning who you are and just figuring out what makes you happy Mm -hmm. if it's going in a corner reading a book journaling go do that go do that (laughs) if it's taking notes in your phone of just oh my god this is how i'm feeling today Mm -hmm. do that um but it's important to figure out what your greater purpose is and learning that you cannot live for everyone else. You have to live for you. Mm-hmm. And those that really love you and those that support you are going to be 100% down. And those that are not... Beat the block. Beat the block. For sure. Like, I can't live for you. For sure. And just realizing that it is okay if I make mistakes and I'm not going to get it all right and I'm not perfect. The only problem perfect is Jesus and it ain't me. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Right. I messed up. For sure. Sue me. 
I'll, I'll get, it right, <laughs> next, I'll get yeah. it right next time. Right. I mean, because any day that you here on earth and you're not six feet under, it's another chance, another opportunity to do it again. And I I'll do it better next. That. I'll do it better next time. Mm-hmm. We forget that. What about so. you, Anna? How do you balance it all? I don't know. I just, I think that comes back with me saying I learned how to overcome excuses. Mm-hmm. I just realized like there is 24 hours in each day yes. and this is what I need to get done today and it's going to happen. Right. If I got to, if my all four of my tires go flat and I still got to find a way, I'm going to find a way yeah, to yeah. get what I need to get done. Yeah. That's the, oof, okay. <laughs> You're going to make it happen regardless. Right. I will fly. <laughs> <laughs> Not I will fly. That's, I'm an overall, that's an overall hustle mentality grind. And that's, it's funny because I was talking to my second oldest son. I was talking to Jalen yesterday and we were having this long conversation and I said, Everybody doesn't have hustle and grind mentality. Mm-hmm. And that is okay. Yeah. I can't give it to you though. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't make you want to hustle. I can't it. make you want to grind. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying um, you got to grind the way I grind or you got to hustle the way I hustle. But there is everybody doesn't have it. But that goes to what you said though. You were talking about um, in the beginning. You said parents, you know, you had to learn that you can't make your kid. Your kid is who they are. Mm-hmm. So you have to just accept them for who they are. And love them in the midst of and stop trying to make them into the one before yeah. or the one after. Because that actually messes you. us up. That messes us up as kids. And, like, and you it's know, hard. Yeah, and like, I, I have to now say I apologize right. because mm-hmm. I wanted each one of my kids to be better than me. I was so happy when each one of my children reached 18 and I'm three in and they weren't pregnant or they didn't have a girl pregnant. Not that they could get pregnant because they're boys. Right. <laughs> so I was like grateful for that. But I'm yeah. like, thank you, Jesus. Like I did something right. Right. I'm like, don't do as I say, just do as I do. Yeah. I'm telling you it'll work. Mm-hmm. It will work. I was so happy and elated. Like it was a little thing. It's like, you know, most parents are happy when their kids graduate from high school. Right. I was happy my kids graduated from high school and didn't have babies on the way. Right. Or didn't have girls pregnant. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Like, Lord, sure. I I can knock that. <laughs> <laughs> when my first son, when my sons went to college, thank you, Jesus. They're going to college. They got to go away to college. And for me, that was really big because I was on my way to go away to school. Mm-hmm. But instead of going to school, I'm making a nursery. Right. Um. So... Those are like the little things like, okay, thank you, Jesus. I got two that went to college. Mm -hmm. Um, Then when he graduated from college to sit in the audience and you're looking at your child that you had to realize, I am 18 years old and I am somebody's mom and he is looking up at me and he's going to look at me and I'm going to be the first person, the first woman that he ever knows loves him. Mm -hmm. I got to do all of this right to watch him walk across that stage for me. It was everything. Oh my God, it was everything. Like, I talk about it all the time. I'm super proud of him. I'm super proud of each one of my kids. But for him, it was like, nobody understands. Because you grew up with him. The struggle is real. Mm -hmm. We grew up together. Like, good, bad, and indifferent. We grew up together. And I did not do it all right. But I'm grateful for who he is. So. Oof. Oh my gosh. And he turned out just fine. And he's supposed to be graduating today. And he's supposed to be graduating today with his master's. Thank you, Jesus. Yet again. So to be able to see him and, you know, to just be like, we did this. Like, we did it. And I didn't do it all right. Absolutely. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being able to finally say it. Before it used to bother me and it would hurt me. And I'll just be like, well, I did the best I can. And it's like, 
when he's telling his truth, mm-hmm. it's not to hurt me. It's to help. And it's just his truth. And I'm like, yeah. I'm okay with hearing his truth. And I'm okay with knowing that I made some mistakes. But I'm grateful that we overcame the mistakes. Um, and he's who he is. And when your son can look at you and you can look at your son and know that your son just got another degree. And would be graduating today with a master's degree. I'm like, thank yeah. you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I didn't expect this, all right? I did not expect <laughs> none of this, all are. right? <laughs> but no, I think that that's definitely, um, that's definitely important just because I know like when you share, you know, you it's different when you talk to your friends opposed to when you talk to your parents because you don't want to hurt them. And like mm-hmm. me, I don't have had those conversations, you know what I'm saying? So it's not, I think the fact that I'm able to look at it as if like you just didn't know, like, you know, parents just don't know. You're just trying to figure it out. Cause I'm still trying to figure it out on my own at 26. So you're being 18, 19, 20 with a child. That's a lot to figure out. So, um, I just think that it's important for us not to use what we've been through as a reason to why we can't do it as an excuse to why you can't do something or achieve something because of what mom did at six and seven. Like, of course that's been trauma. Of course that's messed you up in your growth or who you are as a person, but that doesn't mean that that's going to stop you from doing anything. And that's one of the things that pushes me a lot is that like, I don't care what I went through as a kid. I don't care what I went through in my teens. Like I'm going to make it happen. And that's just what it's going to be. And like, I always want to make sure that nobody has to worry about me. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make it happen by any means necessary. And that's also what you said, grind that's added to my grind. Because like you said, Y'all not going to be able to tell me I didn't do it because I had young parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to ever be able to tell me that. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, let's go ahead and let's go to something a little lighter, all right? <laughs> I'm crying. These are tears. I know. I was not expecting that. But look, so um, I asked a lot of mothers, um, like, coming up with this episode, I asked them just, like, what would you want to hear on a Mother's Day episode? And a lot of them were talking about identity and things of that nature. But a big one, which is, of course, always relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, not so much co-parenting, but just dating with children. Like, how is that? So my question is, I actually, I was on Instagram and I seen this. It was like, you know, as people, you like, I don't want to date. Like, mom, you were 18 when you had me. So like, mm-hmm. um, me and Autumn, like, and when we were growing up, you probably like, I don't want to be with nobody with no kid. Like, I ain't want no nigga that, that got a kid. I don't want nobody that has a kid. So when I was on Instagram, this uh, meme said, don't nobody want you after you have a kid. And it was like, your, your baby dad says, don't nobody want you after you have a kid. Kind of to keep you any place mm-hmm. with him, things of that nature, right? So do you think it's tough, or, you know, by experience, do you think it's tough to date with children? Um, I do think it's tough. I mean, I haven't dated anyone with children, but right. just, I mean, and it's still, like, Ace's dad, but even us trying to, like, establish, like, a new normal, right. mm-hmm. it's hard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, our relationship wasn't perfect before he was born, Right. So now it's like it's a added dynamic to the relationship and it just makes things harder because I feel like my life has changed since the moment that I found out I was pregnant, mm-hmm. whereas for him, not so much. Mm-hmm. And um, not saying that he hasn't changed, but it's just a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. It's a whole dynamic, yeah. And it's really hard finding time for you. Mm-hmm. And even before like Ace was born and before I got involved with him, I would always tell myself, yeah, I'm at this age. I'm not talking to any man that has kids just because of like 
I am very clingy in relationships and mm-hmm. I don't want to take away from the time that you spend with your kids. So, and I want them to come first. So I, I don't want to get in between that. What if we don't work out? So it's like now that I do have a kid and if things were to not work out and I go and explore, I still stand with that. Mm-hmm. I still feel that same way. Maybe it'll change when I get older. Right. I'm still young, but right now I don't, it's not, it's not ideal. It's not ideal for you. What about you? <laughs> so funny, when I, um, when me and your dad split, you mm-hmm. were two. Yeah. And I had in my mind, I'm not dating any man with kids. If right. you got kids, it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Because I would always say, I can handle my situation, but I don't know if you can handle yours. Mm-hmm. And the type of person and personality that I have, I don't have time for all that. Right. It was just compounded. By the time he was two, it was like, look mess up if you want to and you're out of here mm-hmm. um i didn't date a lot and bring a lot of people that i dated i did more of like you can come over when my son ain't here <laughs> right and then you're leaving yeah, yeah. um or i'm gonna come by your house <laughs> no spend the night back right <laughs> no spend the night back <laughs> no 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 it's we it's whatever yeah. and then you gotta go right my right. son's over my mom's um <laughs> And he'll be coming home soon. So I can count on my hand the number of people that I actually dated mm-hmm. that Dewey can actually say, ooh, my mom dated them. Like, I remember them being around. Right. Um, I had some crazies. <laughs> <laughs> I had some mistakes. Yeah. But it was like, okay, I still protected him through my mistake. Um, had one nut bush. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, tell us more. <laughs> I had one nut bush. So this nut bush <laughs> tattooed my child's name on his arm. I'm oh, sorry, what? Right, wait, what? <laughs> it's like because we were gonna be a family. But you were crazy. He was yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah he's he like this. Is my son. Right. <laughs> he was a hundred, and that did not go well. Right. <laughs> um. So I had one nut bush. Um. And I'm thankful for discernment, and I'm thankful for God basically protecting me through this one. Because he had never done anything harmful to me, but it was leading to that. Right. Like, he was one of those, he was not going to just walk away. He like, was possessive. He was very, he was very, um, very possessive, very, I say he had mommy issues, but neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his mom had one of those relationships. And I'm like, I remember one time she called me, we had broke up, me and him had broke up, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done, done. That's it, right. Went out, and when some of my friends came home... And while I was out, you know, I was young. <laughs> I was talking to people. Right. <laughs> I was in Misty's on Livingston. <laughs> Misty's was on Livingston. And he saw me. And I guess in his mind, it's like, okay, well, the club's over. So now I'm about to come over. Dewey was at my mom's house. Um, I went home and he's like knocking on the door. And I'm like, well, I told you, like, no, I'm good. And next thing I know, I hear smash, smash, smash. He's out here tearing up my car mm. and I'm watching him through the window like this idiot <laughs> <laughs> this, this idiot right. like part of me was like okay oh he loves me <laughs> and like, oh he's a stone cold nut case, right? right so I'm watching him tear up my car and he leaves but I'm calling the police cause I, I need I, this that, fix that's how I get to work <laughs> right, like right, now right. you're messing with my money yeah, like, yeah. that's how I get to work. That's how I'm going to get to school. That's how I take care of my kid. And, oh, my God, I cannot let my mom and dad know that you nut bush you tore up my car. Right. 
Um, and I remember calling the police. And when I called the police, the police come, they're taking a report. And I had still remember this. This is when you had a house phone. So <laughs> I'm on the house phone and I hear a beep. And it's him. And he was like, just to show you how much I love you, tell the police to come out here and get me. I said, oh, yeah, you certified. <laughs> <laughs> you, no for me, dog. Right. And I remember the cop looking at me saying, I'm glad that he did not get in here because we would probably be doing a murder instead mm-hmm. of a vandalism. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was light bulb on like, oh, yeah. Mm, he no. got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Like, for I can't sure. do this. Um, and from there, it was... I ain't doing this no more. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. Relationships, mm, hot. I'm going to do some more investigating. I need to look into some more things. Um, but I, the final straw for me with that one was when his mom, we had broke up again. Um, we were still broke up. And he called me like, you know what? And he had a way to say my name that nobody else said my name. And it was just like, he was like, I want you to come over to my house. I want to talk to you. Please, we just need to talk. I'm like, eh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. His mom calls me and she says, don't come over here. Because mm. he's not in the right headspace. I said, he was going to kill me in there. Mm-hmm. And I never at that point was like, yeah, I would probably be dead. Then I want to get to one sentence. Right, right, right. I can't do this. And now it's funny. I've seen him 15 years later when I was with my husband and... <laughs> We were at um, Hollywood Casino, and I seen him for the first time. Now, mind you, literally, from the time we stopped talking to then, I had not seen this man. It was almost like he fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. And I seen him in the Hollywood Casino, and he said my name, and my husband is, he don't play that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, who is this? Right, right. (laughs) It ain't even important. Right, right. (laughs) Let's not even go there, Let's not even go there, but he was like, he's a clown, and I was like, yeah, he is. <laughs> you are absolutely right. But it was just like, okay. And that was one of the things I'm like, oh, God, thank you. Thank you for giving me that. That's like that maternal discernment. Mm-hmm. Did you put my son's name on your arm? Like, you're you're nuts. Yeah, you're pretty nutty, <laughs> You're buddy. nuts. You're, you're pretty nuts. So yeah. It's an ovary, yeah. dog. And, that, and that's literally, and at that time, me and your dad wasn't even a good place, but he was like, oh, yeah, this, this he's trying yeah it. it's like, a little because if you wearing my son's name you wearing my name right. that's a little like what's going on so, sir yeah yeah no um but so even that was my rule i don't date people with kids you don't date people with kids so so this is not foreign for y'all to hear mm-hmm. that when i i saw that i was like that's kind of tough to say like i've definitely messed with women with children so it's like but i but but honestly for me personally i don't know if i would absolutely like settle down start a family with somebody that already has a child just mm-hmm. because I don't want that baby dad drama. Like, I don't want none of that. Yeah. Like, it's That's just, I feel like it's not worth it. But, you know, growing up, I mean, I'm 26. I'm going to, people are having kids. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of. Like, we're, we're pushing 30. You, know I mean? you guys are pushing 30. 30. Like, so people are married. Buddy, do it. You're probably going to find somebody that yeah. has a child. Like, it's yeah. kind of, you know, it's kind of. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's gonna I happen. I feel like so. some of my shame came from that too, because yeah. I'm like, well, what if things don't don't work out? Am I, is mm-hmm. anyone gonna want to talk to me? My DMs have been popping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I post a picture of, when Ace was born. I post a picture of his hair. Yeah. Why am I getting DMs? Congratulations, right. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Like no, yeah, yeah, not congratulations, like, beautiful. Like, no, can fact. I heal? Like, <laughs> <laughs> not can I heal, but that's facts, though. Yeah, you feel so, me? But 
It's just like, I don't know. I feel like people just like to test the waters. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And it's definitely something to test because there are situations where people have came in when somebody has kids and it's been a perfect situation. Mm-hmm. I think it just it's, it's built on the person. If you want to, you can. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because they said dating with kids, but not seeing this, I'm like, well, I got to touch on this. Mm-hmm. So we're getting to the end of the of the office. But what I want to ask y'all is, so they say they always say it takes a village to raise children, mm-hmm. and you're probably saying yeah, like you so said, you have to ask for help, right? So it takes a village to raise children. Who do y'all want to shout out, or not even shout out? Who is a part of the village that you just want to thank, like wholeheartedly, just thank for being there every step of the way, or just being there when they could? Like some people you meet when your child is of age or older, so they weren't there from the start, but you can't tell. Mm-hmm. Who do y'all want to thank? Like that was a part of your village, well, and you don't have to name is. name us specifically, but if y'all want to, that's cool. Just like. Who do you think for being, who's a part of your village that you just want to thank? So Ace has a thousand grandparents, you know, <laughs> broken families. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I feel like everyone has been there every step of the way. Mm-hmm. It's like if we need a babysitter or yeah. just something small. Oh, let's call so-and-so, grandma so-and-so, grandpa this. He, yeah. They're just. Grandma so-and-so got you. <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like just like with having him, me and my mom's relationship has definitely gotten better. That's bomb. Like That's bomb. I, I always knew she would be a great, you know, grandmother. Right. She's been waiting for this, right. but I actually talked to her like a lot, and I would talk to her a lot before. But it's like our conversations were so surface. Mm-hmm. Last night, for example, we were on the phone for two hours just Damn. just talking. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, I was just on the phone with my mom for that long, and it's right. crazy how like a baby can like bring so many people together and mm-hmm. you never really realize how sh- solid like your village is yeah for sure so my first definitely would be my mom mm-hmm. um my mom is awesome phenomenal she is awesome we bump heads a lot though but That's i love her girl <laughs> i mean i love personality. her my mom is like it's funny because the older i'm getting the more and more people are like oh my god you look like your mom and i always thought i look like my dad yeah because you get stuck on this whole color thing, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, like my dad. So everybody's like, oh, you look like your dad. Da, da, right. da, da. But the more and more I get older, I'm like, I look like my mom. I definitely have my mom in me mm-hmm. deep. Um, and my husband calls it out all the time. Okay, little Mary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, little Mary. So definitely hands down my mom. Yeah. Um, she's awesome. She's literally my best friend. One of my best friends. Um, it would definitely be... A person I call my sister Michelle. I do not have to talk to this woman every day, but mm-hmm. when I talk to her, it's like we just talked yesterday. Yeah, Michelle. She's been so. in my life since Dewey was three. Yeah, they used to run uh, the streets together. Don't to think I don't know together. how Michelle. We used to run the streets together. So hands down, Michelle, um, Evelyn is one of my best friends too. Uh, who else? That's Aunt Evelyn. That's Tails. That's the rougher side <laughs> of me. Um, that's one of the ones that can really hurt Michelle. My mom can really check me. Mm-hmm. And you listen. And I actually listen. Because yeah, yeah. a lot of times people will check me and I just, girl, bye. Mm-hmm. You, don't even, <laughs> you don't even understand. You listen to nothing you're saying. But, right. um, and then there's a lot of people now that maybe they weren't there when my first two was born, but they've been there for my last two. Um, hands down, my husband. I give Daryl shout outs. He works my nerve. Lord knows he works my nerve. <laughs> but I definitely will say... He is my best friend too. Yeah. Like he is definitely, he came into my life when Dewey was five 
um, Jalen was a baby. And I'm not saying it's been perfect. Mm-hmm. Nuck if you not. buck. He already knew it was nuck if you buck for <laughs> years. Nuck, Sorry. It was nuck if you buck. Because yeah. you're going to pay the price. Right. But I would definitely say hands down, he is. There is nothing I can't ask that man for that he going to try to make happen. Mm-hmm. He's He goes hard for mm-hmm. his. Um, so I definitely give him shout outs and even his family. Like my sister-in-law, Shaky, was my babysitter. Right. Um, and she like, ran her down, y'all. You it, pulled up on sis. Right. She, <laughs> we used to go at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I give her shots out. So I would definitely say I have a huge village. I have a lot of people in my life who definitely may not have been there in the beginning of the journey, but they have walked through the storms with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucretia, sure. Janine, um, Saudia. Tamitri, like I have a lot, Alicia, Maritza, even Maria. Like I have a lot oh, of people, people in my yeah. life. I have a lot of people in my life that they will say that I've helped them, but they don't understand they've helped me. Yeah. Cause they definitely caused me to do a lot of humbling and a lot of rethinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Teresa and Michelle, those are my, um, it's almost like they're older and they're wiser Mm -hmm. and you sit at the feet and you listen to their stories and you just really figure out that you don't have all the answers and it is okay. Right. And that was hard for me and I'm very prideful and I'm very private. So what went on in my house had to stay Mm -hmm. in my house and Mm -hmm. you better not tell nobody. Oh yeah. What goes on in 425 stays in 425. (laughs) I'm like, girl, like, no. Like these are the things that you say. Um, These are the things that you say and these are the things that you hear and you, you tell people that like what goes on in our house stays in our house. But one of the biggest things that I've learned is that people need people to talk to. Absolutely. Because that stuff tears you up inside. Absolutely. And you walk around with these, I'm not supposed to talk about it. I'm not supposed to tell. And it's just like, that's not fair. Yeah. Like, that's really not fair. You need to talk to people that can help you. So I'm grateful for those people. Um, Of course, I got a shout out. He is my spiritual dad, but he is like, hands down, there's anything I can tell. Um, Tyus Ned. (laughs) Pastor T. That's that's my dad right there. Like, he came into, and also my dad, God rest his soul. Um, But I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. Elise Davis, my grandmother, God rest her. So those were the people that I could call and tell anything to. Whatever you needed. Um, we call her Aunt Pat. Pat Nick. Like those are my solids. That's what's up. Those are my solids. That's definitely. And I think those we, are my solids. That's why I had to make it put this in the episode because the village is important. Because you like y'all say y'all Absolutely can't do important. it on your own. We mm-hmm. have to be able to shout these people out. And I think we also need to. And the people out there, like show them that you appreciate them. Like, some people, this might be the first time that they actually heard a shout-out. I'm not mm-hmm. saying this in the shade, but just let them know that you are a part of my journey, and I do appreciate okay. you for everything you've done. I appreciate you, know? you for everything that yeah. you've done. And I, I think a lot of times I've taken some things for granted just because um, the expectation is that you are going to be here. I'm one of those that, at this point in my life, at 44, it's like you look back and you like, give people their flowers while they're still here and they can Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, Tell them what they mean to you now. Like, it could be mushy, and a lot of people are like, I don't hear Right, stuff. like, girl, say But it. It, it's important. <laughs> yeah. And this is kind of, like, off topic, but also on topic. I, me and my husband was having this conversation, and when I say I've, I'm rough, yeah. like, it ain't easy to love me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not. It's yeah. not easy to love me, but I'm okay with saying that mm-hmm. because I feel like, um... 
I was definitely blessed growing up. I had two parents who divorced early and realized that they didn't work as a married couple, but they worked as parents and they became friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, I thought we can break up and still be friends. A lot of people don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I grew up with two parents that gave me everything above and beyond. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I heard it, but it was like, if I hear it from my mom, that means in two weeks, if I do everything that she need me to do, then I'll get it. And if I heard it from my dad, it was like, okay, that's just until tomorrow. But just realizing that it's a lot to love me. Mm -hmm. and being grateful for the people that do love me right um i can be very mean i can be very short i can be curt but i got a good heart like i love you to death i wasn't really on the soft stuff so when you said ace lays his head on your chest and rubs your arm i was about to cry Mm -hmm. because i had i wasn't that soft mom because i i didn't if i'm a soft mom that's gonna hurt them but we all get soft Mm -hmm. um I have a husband whose love language is acts of affection and he has to touch and I have a son. It's funny. Me and Dewey are not touchy feely people. Mm-mm. So when his brothers touch, he'd be like, why are y'all touching me? Like, stop touching me. Yeah, and it's funny me, because as he got older, we hug every day. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. I hug my son every day. He's 26. Like, right. hug, kiss. Jalen is touchy feely. Yeah. Um, Darnell touchy feely. D'Angelo is kind of like doing like, like me. Why like, do y'all eh. keep touching me? Back up, right. But learning someone else's love language and being able to adjust to the love language. And it's funny because when you're a mom of a child that is touchy feely, but you're not a touchy feely person, you become a touchy feely mm-hmm. person yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's how he shows love. Like right. he's not very verbal. I have a child that isn't going to tell you he loves you. Darnell isn't going to walk around and tell you he loves you, but when he go by and touch you, that's letting you know that I love you. So Facts. it's just being able to adjust mm-hmm. Facts. to that um, and not try it. Boy, stop touching me. Right, 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 right. right. Like, like I used to say that, like, boy, stop touching me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. That's just way he's showing you love. That's how he's showing me love. Like, Absolutely. I can't. I can't do that because I want him to grow up and be able to show a woman love. And if he walk around here and his mom say, boy, stop touching me. He ain't going to touch his girl. He ain't going to touch his girl. Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. No, like, as a mom, you are the first woman. You teach your son how to love. And I think she's told me that before. Like, I've seen you tweet that. You'd be like, um, Ace will know how to be emotionally Absolutely. That's like, important. You take that very seriously. I feel like, you know, a lot of men are right. Not intentionally, but they become, their masculinity is so toxic. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, where did this come from? And I I don't think anyone really has the answers, but they grow up and they they try to fit this image. And it's just like, it's okay to be who you are. Mm -hmm. And I don't want Ace to grow up that way. I want him to, because he's super affectionate. I want him to continue to be that way and know that it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And because you're teaching me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think as boys, you know, what I'm saying you're a boy mom, you're a boy mom. As boys and as men, you what you were raised as, like you couldn't cry, you try not to cry when you're older. Like y'all just seen me cry, all right? <laughs> I have not cried. <laughs> I have not cried since. I'm trying to think of the last time I cried. Uh, it was oh when I read the letter. So that was last week. Mm-hmm. But before that, I couldn't tell you the last time I cried, and it's because 
you were told not to. Like yeah. we were we were Absolutely. told not to cry. Like that's soft. Suck it like, up. That's yeah, soft. and I struggled with that a lot because yeah. I was affectionate. You know, I did I was very like everybody used to be like, Oh, like you're so um you're just like your mom and grandma because I was so like in tune with my feelings. Mm-hmm. But growing up after hearing that a lot, I had tried to change that. So I do have some toxicity in me because <laughs> you feel me? I was trying to be in the mode of a man, but not really realizing now that I'm allowed to be emotionally and mentally connected to my feelings and to myself. And that actually helps harbor good relationships mm-hmm. because when you're holding stuff back and you're not communicating, that affects a relationship completely. It definitely affects a relationship. And I I can admit one yeah. of those things, as I said, um, the shame, the guilt. I was one of those moms, suck it up. What are you crying for? Stop yeah. crying. Boy, you are not bleeding. There is nothing wrong with you. You are all right. Do you understand me? You are all right. Stop right. crying. Yeah. I hate that I, I yeah. but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like what I knew was I did not want my sons to be a statistic. I did not want my sons to think I was weak. I did not want my sons to think, oh, I'm just going to let anybody run over me. Right. But it's okay to be soft. And I found that going as my kids got older as you look back and once you become more mentally and um, for me, my walk became different. Yeah. Like my complete walk became different. Right. I thought the success of being a mother was the success of your children. Like I stayed on my job forever. Um, I moved up in management. Then I continued to get promotions. And then I got degrees. And I'm like, this is letting it be known that I'm a great mom. Like, I'm I'm handling it. There is nothing that they don't, they can ask for that they ain't going to have. Yeah. They gonna, we're going to move them into the suburbs. We're going to give them this great life. I was life. just telling her about that the other day. <laughs> yeah, we're going to yeah. move them into the suburbs. We're going to give them this great life. Oh, hands down, I'm... I'm Anything that you want, you got, but it's so much more than that. So much more. It's so much more than that. It's having and letting them know that you are mentally, physically, and emotionally together. Yeah, absolutely. And I was emotionally, honestly, checked out for a long time. It was about the hustle and the grind for me. Mm -hmm. And what you mean I wasn't there for you? Boy, you wouldn't have that if it wasn't for me paying for it. What are you yeah, but it's about? not all like, about material things. It was yeah. not all about material things. Mm-hmm. And being able to honestly sit back and admit that, like, I didn't do this all right. Like, right. I did what I thought. Yeah. I'm like, I don't got time to be giving you the emotional love because I got to go out here and do what I got to do. We paying these bills up in here. Right. Like, you got a roof over your head. You come in, you push a button. You got a room full of everything. What are you talking about? Yeah, but that's still, even with all the stuff around you, it's still like not enough because you need that. Yeah. And I think that that's dope for you being your age and being a young mom at that, that you're trying to identify that. Already. Yeah, I feel like my mom, she did make sure that I had everything that I needed and wanted, but I felt like there was like an emotional disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, like we never talked about sex. We never talked about boys. We never really talked about anything. Yeah. And we did a lot of things together. We would go out to eat, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we would sit there and play tic-tac-toe. Like, you know, <laughs> like we never really talked. And as I grew up and I started dealing with like figuring out who I am, trying to find my identity. Mm-hmm. It was something that I couldn't talk to her about because I no longer felt comfortable. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm, at that point, I'm like 18 and mm-hmm. my I feel like my mom doesn't know who I am. Because right. do, I don't know who I am. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then it's like now, at 25, she'll say things to me like, well, you never did it or you never did this. And I'm like, mom, yes, 
Yes, I did. <laughs> I did have those issues. Yeah. It's like, you don't know because we never talked about it. Exactly. No, so, that's, that's facts. That's facts. But And I don't want to have those issues perfect. with my own children. I want yeah. them to feel comfortable talking to me about anything. Anything. And I knew that, like, I knew I could always come to my mom for certain stuff, but then, like, getting older, you're like, hmm, we never really discussed that, so I don't even know if that's what I want to, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I need to get into that with you, so that's definitely, that's definitely big. So I got two more questions for y'all. I'm going to have you give me some advice or give the women out there and auto some advice coming from a seasoned mother, and then before <laughs> that, I want you both to tell me, what do you want to be remembered as? Like you mm-hmm. said, you want to give them, you want your flowers before it's time. You don't know when your time is. You just don't. And it's it sucks that it's like that, but you just never know. So, like, what do you all want to be remembered as? Um, I want to be remembered as a woman who just handled hers. Like, mm-hmm. not even when it comes to being a mom. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if I'm not, you know, 100 with who I am, I can't be 100 for my son. Ooh, so, fire. I don't want you to look yeah. at me as like, oh, that's Ace's mom or... That like that bothers me, mm-hmm. and it was something that bothered me when I was pregnant. I always said like that's not what I want, mm-hmm. and I've become more comfortable with being a mother and being identified as a mother as I've gotten as he's gotten older. Right, but it's not. I don't want that to be the only thing that you think about. It could be the main thing. Right, the issue was it being the main thing, but it's like motherhood is such a bigger part. Of, big part of life it has changed who i am tremendously so it's fine if that's the first thing you think about but that's not the only thing mm-hmm. i want to be remembered as because there's right. so much more that to comes you. to me yes and i feel like i've always been a woman of substance mm-hmm. and i will continue to be that okay continue to okay. be that yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> she dropped my cool damn, now, she i will continue to be the mother <laughs> the mama damn <laughs> Um, for me, it's, I want to be remembered as a woman that didn't stop Mm -hmm. a woman that loved until she didn't have any love left in her to give. Right. Um, I want to be remembered as a strong woman, right? also a mother, definitely loving, caring, um, a go-getter determined. Right. And most importantly, like that I gave my kids something other than the materialistic things. Like I instilled something in them. I want my kids to be better than me. Absolutely. Hands down. I want them to a hundred percent be better than me. I want them to have a relationship, not only with their mates, with themselves. I want them to know who they are and be right. okay with who they are and just live their truth. And whatever your truth is, live it. Right. Like Facts. live it to the best of your ability. Facts. Um, as a, I want to be remembered as a daughter that loved her parents, um, a wife, the bomb wife, mm-hmm. period, um, <laughs> bomb wife, the bomb best friend, yeah. um, the bomb child of God, all of that. All of that. Like, you I just want, want to be remembered as bomb.com. remembered as bomb.com, yeah. but also <laughs> be remembered as somebody that did not have it all together. Right. No, like you, like you made it through the struggle. You like, made it through the struggle. Yeah, for sure. Like when I get to that other side, I want not only my family and my friends would also got to be like girl job well done you like did you that. did that <laughs> you like, did that sis. that's that's important to me yeah no for sure that's, that's, very that's much important, so important for important me too to me. that's that's important yeah. not for sure so autumn we're going to start with you you said how old are you 25 25 as a 25 year old beautiful young woman out here getting it what is some advice you have for other young mothers other other mothers that's 25 
even younger than you or older? What are some advice you have? I would say just don't take things for granted. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always just taking pictures of Ace and recording him. And there hasn't been, he's almost seven months, and there hasn't been one moment where I'm just like, oh, I wish I would have did things differently. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been making sure that each day we really, like, push it to the limit. Right. And that's how I want his life to continue to be. Because there's been other things that I've done in the past before he was born where I'm just like, oh, where I look back, like, I wish I would have did things differently. Like, things in college, like, oh, I knew I could have did that differently. Right. Since he has been alive, there has not been one day where I looked back and said that. Yeah, that's good. So that's I good. feel like that's important Yeah. as time goes on. Mm-hmm. about you, Mom? How old am I? Or what's oh, my it? bad. Yeah, so hers was 20, <laughs> wow, 25. You, you're giving advice to Autumn and everyone else. Like, give some advice. What is something you would give a young mother, a mother at 18, a mother in high school, a mother in college, a mother now, somebody preparing to be a mom? Because there were some people that I hit up that were pregnant. So, like, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you give them? Um, don't be too ashamed to ask for help. No, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, don't wear the shame and the guilt. Live your truth. Um, make the best of whatever your situation is. Listen to those that are around you that are trying to instill those things in you and give you those little nuggets. Right. Like nuggets are important. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no textbook for being a mother. There are a lot of books out here, but your story is going to be completely different than what my Cherie's story is. Absolutely. Or Autumn's story is going to be completely different than what Bria's story is. It's just knowing that there is nobody out here that can tell you how to parent. They can mm-hmm. suggest, they can advise, but that doesn't have to be how you do it. And you can tweak it along the way, and that right. is okay. Facts. How you parent Ace is completely different how I parent my four. And you may find that we parent the same, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Just being able to walk in your truth, understand your truth, and not lose who you are. And never forgetting what your dreams and aspirations are aside from being a mother. Because we are so much more than that. Um, And I think a lot of times we get caught up in being a mom and we look back. And as our kids get older, you're trying to live vicariously through your kid. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that. For sure. Because not only are you going to drive yourself crazy, you're going to drive your kid crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) you're definitely gonna nah, drive your sure. kid crazy and just being a mom and being a parent period is one of the greatest gifts and is one of the greatest jobs and honors and opportunities that we have mm-hmm. as human beings and just don't take it lightly yeah like, for sure cherish it cherish it because yeah. those moments you know they can come and they can they go, can go. Definitely. Um, and you want to build those relationships and bonds with your kids that where your kid can still call you at 26. Like mm-hmm. mine do. I talk to my kids every day. Like I texted them a couple of days ago. Like, look. I know not she be. always be like, uh, you didn't hear me up Hello? today. Like, oh, there, there, better not be, there better not be a day that I don't hear from my kids. Yeah, like, no. Like you definitely have to cherish those moments. Yeah. And I have to realize that now. Like even with you and grandma, like grandma getting older. I put mm-hmm. my grandma sick. And like, I don't know what life looked like without grandma. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm just trying to cherish those little moments that you have. Like, we mm-hmm. have to cherish those little moments that we have with anybody. Because you never know. You, you just never, never know. You never know. Yeah. And I'll never forget. I, me and Daryl was talking about this a couple of days ago. I said, for me, it was like, I think back to, like, you go. And as you said, you get on autopilot. And you just become, like, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a student. 
Mm -hmm. I'm a professional. I'm an essential worker. I'm a woman. Like you get an autopilot and it's just like, okay, as life goes on and things happen, you take certain things for granted. For sure. Everybody's days. You never know. So it's like, give your people their flowers. Mm -hmm. As I said earlier, why they're still here. Mm -hmm. And some of those most traumatic moments that occur in your life, it's like, wow. For me, it was one of the most was like, when I lost my dad, I'd have my dad literally your whole life my whole life like yeah. there was never a time my parents weren't there yeah ever so when i lost my dad i was 39 and i was going to turn 40 and i'm like are you kidding me like something this can't this ain't <laughs> right yeah, yeah, like yeah. wait a minute now and i have watched both of my parents overcome so many health scares they were invincible to me mm-hmm. so i didn't take those moments like i thought you were going to live forever in my mind, you were going to live forever. And I remember telling my dad, like, I need you to give me at least until I'm 80. And he was like, baby, I can't. Yeah, my dad yeah. passed away when he was 69. So I was 39. He was 69. I asked him to give me till he was 80. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. <laughs> but for me, it was just like, I watched my mom and dad overcome so many different things and yeah. so many different health scares and surgeries and heart surgeries and open heart surgeries. I'm like, they're going to be around forever. Mm-hmm. Forever is not promise. No. So it's just like, enjoying those moments appreciating those moments mm-hmm. taking those little nuggets and just doing like doing what you need to do doing what you need to do and sure. i commend you like yeah. i don't i was sitting here listening to you keep Thank doing you. what you're doing i totally commend you it's like i think back like i have pictures of dewey and i have pictures of Jalen, but somewhere along the lines my third son i'm like i can't find pictures of my baby right i didn't take those moments I didn't take pictures because I was so busy living life Mm -hmm. and trying to be a super mom all the time. It's like you appreciate that you can look back through your phone. And shout out to my sister, Michelle, because she has a picture for everything. And I said, Lord, I said, Daryl, when I'm gone, if you ever need pictures, Michelle Michelle got it. She has pictures from the 90s. Right, yeah. <laughs> like that's sure. one thing she, and it's funny when you said it, Autumn, I thought about her. She has a picture for every moment of her children's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we get, you got you got to cherish that. Bro. Cherish those. Like, that. cherish those. You're not about to get me emotional again. That's I what know, you're not right? going to do. Cherish those. I <laughs> want to tell you, like, you're doing the dang on thing. Thank like, you. cherish those. Make the best of each and every moment that you have with your son because you don't know when you're not going to have them. And, and you like want to look back. They get so big so fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, my goodness. Did you see the video I posted him chuckling the other day? Yeah, I was like, he, he chuckled not, right there. He has not <laughs> laughed like that ever again. And I'm just like, I'm so glad I, I recorded that. Yes. I'm no, just like. Thanks. No, thanks. I think it's <laughs> yeah. important for us it's to important. just cherish these moments for real, for real. It's important. Yeah. So, look, special. we're going into temp check. So, usually how I do temp check, somebody writes in a question. I have my guests give their opinions, but today and for the rest of the time until people start writing in for real, we're about to change this up. So Tim Check is going to be based off of movies, all right? So the first movie I came up with for this episode, which is so perfect, I watched it last night, was (laughs) Baby Boy, okay? Okay? So you know, you got your Jody, you got your Yvette, you know what I'm saying? They had had their issues. You got Peanut, who was the other baby mom. Mm -hmm. You have his mother's name. I don't know his mom's name, but you have his mom. You have Melvin, who was his mom's boyfriend. Let's tap into it. I'm going to just ask you like two or three questions. Y'all give me y'all's opinion on it, or you can even relate it to how life is for Mm y'all. So the first thing, after watching the movie, Baby Boy, was Jody's mom 
empowering him or was she an enabler to Jody? She was definitely an enabler. Okay. So I did like when she kicked him out, <laughs> finally. But it's just like he is the way that he is because of how you have, you know, fostered him his mm-hmm. whole life. And I think his brother got killed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that was another thing. Go ahead. I'm going to so let you go. So I feel like that's another reason why she tried to keep him close. Right. But. Sis. I, yeah. <laughs> literally. Like, sis. You got to let him spray his wings. Yeah. He has two kids. Yes. Two baby moms. Yes. And he's still living with you. And you don't see anything wrong with that? <laughs> like. <laughs> Jody, you take that bike and go apply to McDonald's. <laughs> Let's get a job. Let's start there. What you think? That's funny. So I do believe his mom was an enabler. Yes. But I feel like she tried to empower him at the end. So personal. Okay. Um, I am an enabler. I have been an enabler, and I can honestly admit that. That's um, deep. That's that's big. I can. It, it's about growth. No, that's like, big. Hands down, one hundred percent, it's about growth. And this is funny because I didn't know you were gonna ask that question, but this is a conversation I had with Jalen yesterday, and then I had a conversation with Daryl this morning. Me and we're sitting at the table talking, and I said, I told Jalen yesterday, I said, for me, um, one of my biggest hurdles, one of my biggest hurdles mm-hmm. in this whole journey called parenting, right. Was I used to say, Lord, please let me live to see each one of my children graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. For me, my third son has always, you know, it's been a struggle. Yeah. Um, not due to any fault of his own. Some due to some of his own, but a lot of things I internalized. Mm-hmm. So during birth, my son, um, the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck mm-hmm. during birth. So I internalized that. Um, so he has some challenges. He was an exceptional athlete. Mm-hmm. Exceptional. Right. From day one. Yep. But he struggled academically. Mm-hmm. And this is being able to be honest and tell my truth. Right. And I don't share this with a lot of people. But I like I told my husband this morning, like I told Daryl this morning, and I told Jalen yesterday, mm-hmm. for me, I internalized it a lot, him growing up. So I was super protective and I hovered over him and I did everything for him. Absolutely. And I didn't want anybody to know his truth. Absolutely. Because if you knew his truth, then I had to take some ownership for that. What you do, yeah, for sure. So I was super protective, and I always wanted to protect him, and I um, enable him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was a hovering mom. I was a helicopter mom, hands down, with all my children, but especially him. So you couldn't say anything to him, like don't come for him, even his dad. Like what? Yeah, no, not that one. Not that one. But it's messed up some things, though. It is absolutely messed up some things. And what I shared with Jalen yesterday when we were talking, I said for me, one of my biggest fears and hurdles, he'll. You know, he's class of 2020, praise God, he's graduating from high school. Mm -hmm. But one of my biggest fears in life is, um, Lord, if something happens to me, who's going to take care of my son? Like, yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. And I said to Jalen, I also said to Daryl this morning, I'm like, I know none of you will do for Daryl like I did. Right. And that's hard because I have enabled him so much. That now he's going to be 19 years old and the day comes that I'm not here. What's going to happen to you? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to do? Because 
your brothers are only gonna do so much. Period. It's only so like, much. Between yeah. me and my mom, we are like tag yeah, y'all are team annoying. 100%. Y'all are annoying when it comes to that. But tag team, one hundred percent, Daryl, 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 and I just said, you know what? I enable him so much. He's my Jody. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. my Jody. Yeah. And that's truth. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm like, I tried to do everything for you and make what wasn't perfect, perfect, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to admit that it's just not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just not perfect. It makes sense. Yeah, so I, sure. I overindulge, and I can admit it, I've overindulged, and he's a great person, but I don't think we've truly been able to see who he is. Yeah, no. Because he's been what sure. I want him to be. Yeah. And I've tried to cover for what he wasn't Mm -hmm. instead of just allowing him to walk in what his truth is and as a parent that's hard when I look back and I look at him that's hard because while I try to save you I also hurt you Mm -hmm. and I don't think a lot I don't think parents not that y'all don't know because like you said it so it was a lot for you to just admit that right now parents know what they did they know yeah. after you see what's going on, after you yeah. see your child, after yeah. you see what they're doing and not doing, you kind of know where you went wrong, right? Absolutely. And that, and that definitely hurts. And it was like one thing that his mom had said, she was like, you're not a baby anymore, Jody. You need to grow up. Why are you so afraid to grow up and be a man? But it don't necessarily be that we're afraid to be men. It's just that we're afraid to walk on our own because we're so used to you, mothers, mm-hmm. moms, grandparents, people in our village doing it for us. So we don't know what it looks like to do it on our own. Right. And I think that's right. really dope in the movie. I was watching it last night. I'm just like, wow, this movie speaks to so many things in life. There's a lot of old school movies that speak to our lives mm-hmm. and like to a T, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so like when she said that, I was like, dang, so I'm gonna ask y'all two more things. So the one thing, <laughs> so Yvette and Jody, we know Yvette and Jody went through it a lot. They had their struggles, you know what I'm saying? I had watched the scene where she was like, uh, you ain't shit, you ain't shit. She walked him down the, down the uh, steps and then he walked her right back up the steps like, sis, go, go to the house or whatever, right? So how do you feel about women and men when it comes to, um, when it comes to co-parenting and like Yvette knowing like she loved him, right? Mm-hmm. And he loved her, but he just had a hard way of showing it. Mm-hmm. How does that look when you know someone loves you, you know, you, you know that they're in there, but they just have a hard way of showing it. I feel How like each person has their own boundaries yes. because it's clear that, you know, Jody had a baby on her because right. Peanut's baby was, was younger, younger than their yep. son. Yes. And she still stuck around. Right. Every woman is not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I was younger and I would watch that movie, I'm like, this is a love story. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Literally like, oh, they live happily ever after at the end. Right. But it's just like now being like who I am, I don't know if I would deal with that. Like, right. that's just a lot. Right. Especially with, you know, like he didn't have anything. Like, what are you offering me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like. They would argue, he would laugh at her, and, like, it was just too much. Yeah. And then yeah. just for you to live happily ever after at the end, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something that I would tolerate, but, you know, every woman has... Their limits. Yeah, their limits. Yeah. So you can't really... Everything is circumstantial. You can't really speak on it. Right. That's but nice. I do think that their relationship was toxic. <laughs> 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 it was definitely toxic. toxic but it's like... You. It's not for me, but yeah. you know she was happy. Right, facts. So facts. Oh, 
her him with her co-worker mm. that was a lot right yeah like bye <laughs> no i was like oh but he didn't smash right he didn't fit well he didn't finish the job okay yeah, but he was there still, but he did not finish the job you so. you went to her house he did Absolutely. right and you Absolutely. know i work a uh, cubicle yeah. was this close literally you know i work right next to this chick like and yeah. she looking at me funny right. <laughs> <laughs> facts Relationship was definitely toxic. Yes. Um, being who I am, mm-hmm. my personality type never could have been Yvette. Right. Um, I I just can't, I can't rock with that. Right. Because I just can't, I don't share well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, period. Because um, she was even in the movie, she was like, he don't love that hoe, but it's like, babe. Yeah. Man, showing the tattoo, there, right. Like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. She did show the tattoo at the garden. <laughs> And when you're young, you yeah. have this whole, I'm all for being a ride or die. Right. But as you get older. That's old. That's old. Yeah. And mm-hmm. being a ride or die doesn't make you strong. Mm-hmm. I think that's a myth that we have. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I ain't gonna let no other woman run me out of here. Da-da-da-da. That's my man. Right. Nope. Facts. Because when you get older. It's okay right. to not be a ride or die. Mm-hmm. It's okay that I'm a ride or die for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to ride or die for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, relationship definitely toxic. Couldn't have been a Jody. I mean, couldn't <laughs> have been a Yvette at all. He probably be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah, just no. It's a no? Okay. It's a no. All that. <laughs> so, the last one. The last, the last scenario I got for y'all. So... You remember the situation of Melvin and Jody, mm-hmm. how they kind of bickered and went head to head. Jody being grown and older, like, bro, this is not like as I'm look as I'm watching it, I'm like, bro, that has nothing to do with you. You're actually not even supposed to be there. Like right. you have two women that you could be at their house, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you have two women that you could be building with. He was just scared to build. So how do y'all feel about when it came to Melvin and Jody? Was Melvin wrong for being like, bro, you need to grow up? Was Melvin wrong for putting his hands on him? Like, you know what I'm saying? At that age. I don't think Melvin was wrong. Okay. I do believe that for me, Jody Mm -hmm. and his mom's relationship, he was acting as if she was his woman instead of his mother. Exactly. Um, So to me, it was just like, okay, there's too too many men. You know, you hear the saying of once a woman has a baby, she kind of looks like, okay, two grown women can't be in the house together. Because we start clashing. Yes. Because I feel like I went through childbirth. I've carried a baby for nine, sometimes ten months. I've had a baby. I'm, I'm a woman. Right. No. That ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah. That's when you come to the point where everybody needs to get their own. I yes. think Jody looked at his mother more so as his woman and not his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, he lived there. She paid the bills. She cooked the meals. He yeah. came in when he wanted to. Blah, 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 blah. He could get dressed, do whatever. And for him, it was like Melvin was in crashing in on his territory um i don't think it was wrong i think he needed to hear it yeah Mm -hmm. for sure she wasn't gonna say it he needed to hear it and it was a man from a man's point of view and sometimes as women and as mothers like we internalize that and like don't talk to my baby like that why are you talking to my baby like that no this is a grown man yeah and he needs to hear it from a man because obviously he's never heard it and he ain't gonna hear it from you Mm -hmm. and jody was giving melvin side eyes from when he first came in the house because he's (laughs) like this is my house you pay no bills (laughs) like this is not your house yeah facts no, you five. are a tenant. Yes. <laughs> I'm allowing you to stay in a room. Yeah. Matter of fact, you 20 plus would have And that's when she was like, Jody, like, are you scared to grow up? Are yeah. you afraid to grow up? And She's like, you yeah. gotta go. You gotta, you gotta go. 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 This is my man. And this is my man. 
this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So and if no. I want to screw all up in here, I can I screw will. all up in yes, here. I will. Doing the mail, baby. Doing the mail. <laughs> they was hopping in. They was like, ooh. Like watching it at 26, I'm like, oh, I get, I get what you're doing. Right, I, I right. see it, right? Mama got to have a life, too. That's what I said. What? Okay. Doesn't so, she say that? She definitely <laughs> said that. Mama got to have a life, too, too. Period. Like, she said that. Yeah. So, no, I really want to just, like, that was, we're going to wrap that baby boy up. I just want to thank y'all for coming on for real. Like, honestly, no like, I just want to shout out to the mothers out there getting it. Um, that was a rapid attempt check. We're about to wrap this episode up. We almost done. You know what I'm saying? Um, thank y'all for being moms. So shout out to the moms out there for doing what they need to do. Doing what you need to do and just doing it effortlessly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I don't see the struggles that you had to go through because you did it with so much grace. Like you, yeah, you see the struggles when I go up because I, now I know. But like y'all did this with so much grace and you're doing it with so much grace. Mm-hmm. You're battling so much. Nobody knows what you're battling. You know what I'm saying? You battled a lot. And that's just dope for y'all to keep pushing through and doing what y'all need to do. And so before we get up out of here, I'm going to give y'all some. Alright, so give me a second. I'm gonna get something for y'all. <laughs> I got y'all. You Do it. Me. Don't be having us cry down here. So don't don't go nowhere. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, and one thing that I really wanted to say that makes me happy is like when my friends reach out to me, like Dewey included, they always say, How are y'all doing? And that mm-hmm. means a lot to me. Now, how's the baby? It's like yeah. I appreciate I people che- checking right. on me. Right. Yes. So look, I'll do it. You feel me? Go ahead. This is yours. I see you. This I is yours. You know what I'm saying? Thank this is your car. Thank <laughs> you, Dewey. I'm about to cry. No. <laughs> right. No, for real. But I just uh, think that we need to always take a second for anybody out there watching, men and women, and listening. We have to take a second to appreciate y'all because y'all did that for us. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, even if you, even if we struggled, bro, y'all really did what y'all had to do. From the good and the bad. And you'll learn in growing up with Ace. Like, just do what you need to do. Make sure you're making a staple in this world as women and as mothers. And like I always say, y'all, this is prescribed with the realest where we say the things your friends won't say and your man gonna lie about. It. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> <laughs>